Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the program. Well, as I expected, the U.S. economy once again shrank last quarter to the tune of 0.9%. And what that does, folks, is signal to me anyway that we are in the recession already. Now, I know there's people out there that don't want to talk about it because it's not politically expedient, but I don't care about your politics, and I certainly don't care about either of the tribes. So we're going to talk about the things that are affecting me and you and the rest of the working class here on this podcast. And inflation, the economy shrinking, us being in a recession, that certainly fits the bill, folks. Now, we're not going to see the real effects of this for a few months still. My guess is September, we're going to see a significant amount of layoffs. We're starting to see some already from the tech sector, but my guess is it's going to ramp up. And there's no doubt in my mind anyway that we are in a recession. Today's article is from the Wall Street Journal. Headline, U.S. economy shrank last quarter. The author of this article is Harriet Torrey. The U.S. economy shrank for a second quarter in a row, a common definition of recession, as businesses trimmed their inventories, the housing market buckled under rising interest rates, and high inflation took steam out of consumer spending. Now, you might think that things are still fine because it hasn't really caught up to us yet. But people who are living hand-to-mouth, they don't have the same ability to switch from the regular brand to an off-brand the way that you or I might. They're already using the off-brand. So the poor people's tax, which I call inflation, is killing people. You think people have an extra three, $400 in discretionary money a month? Hell no, they don't. Gross domestic product, a broad measure of the goods and services produced across the economy, fell at an inflation and seasonally adjusted annual rate of 0.9% in the second quarter, the Commerce Department said on Thursday. The marked, uh, that marked a deterioration from the 1.6% rate of contraction recorded, recorded in the first three months of 2022. The report indicated the economy met a commonly used definition of recession, two straight quarters of declining economic output. Now, when I was in college, this is what we were taught. Two straight quarters of declining economic output. That means you're in a recession. It's just not politically expedient to say that. And the way the political battle lines are drawn, God forbid you step out of line and give the other side some ammo. 
Well, I'm done with all of that shit. I don't care about that nonsense. If that's the kind of thing people want to engage in, that's fine. I'm cutting through all that bullshit, folks. And we're going to get to the heart of these issues. And the fact of the matter is, when I was in school, this is what a recession was. And it still is today. It's literally the definition in the dictionary. But the administration, they want to rebrand it and turn it into something else because it doesn't look good for them. And it's bad for them. But the fact is, trying to propagandize it and trying to spin it is even worse. The official arbiter of recessions in the U.S. is the National Bureau of Economic Research, which defines one as a significant decline in economic activity spread across the economy for more than a few months. Its business cycle dating committee considers factors including employment, output, retail sales, and household income. And it usually doesn't make a recession determination until long after the fact. Look, I'm just going off of everything that I'm seeing. And really, off of what people like Michael Burry are talking about. I I don't trust anyone who told me that this was going to be transitory. I knew it wasn't going to be then. I knew that was gaslighting. And I told you folks then that it was gaslighting. And I'm telling you now, we're in a recession. The sooner that they just accept the fact that we're in a recession, the sooner we'll be able to get out of it. The GDP report offered some discouraging signs and underscored the challenges facing U.S. businesses, consumers, and policymakers, including high inflation, weakening consumer sentiment, and supply chain volatility. Nobody's out here trying to go buy TVs right now. Nobody's going to Walmart. Poor people aren't going to Walmart looking for big box items. Now, if you have a couple of dollars, you're going to be able to benefit from some of these sales if that's what you're looking to do. But the the lower working class, people who are just scraping by, this is going to be hard for them. And they're already making sacrifices and cuts in places where they probably can't make the cuts. Consumer spending accounts for roughly two-thirds of total economic output. And Thursday's report showed Americans spent at a cooler clip in the second quarter. Business investment worsened slightly. The housing sector slowed as borrowing costs rose. We haven't even begun to talk about the apocalypse that's coming for the housing sector. There is all kinds of bad news coming. And the overinflated markets in some of these cities, there's going to be a huge, huge bust. And I wouldn't be shocked to see a lot of people get their houses repossessed. Two volatile categories buffeted the headline figure. Private non-farm inventories subtracted 1.96 percentage point from the second quarter's GDP figure. Trade also played a large role in the second quarter. Net exports, the difference between exports and imports, added 1.43 percentage points. Inflation hit a fresh hit a fresh four-decade high during the second quarter, hammering consumer sentiment and eroding Americans' purchasing power. Now, how many of you are out there spending like drunken sailors right now? I know that me and Carrie, we have both pulled back. I was buying, you know, a lot of collectibles, sports collectibles, cards, and a bunch of other stuff that I probably shouldn't have even been buying in the first place. But once I saw everything heating up and knew that a recession was on its way, I just pulled back. And all that, you know, discretionary money that I'd be spending on dumb shit, I just, I, I, I've been saving instead. 
The U.S. economic recovery is following an unusual trajectory with weakening output but strong job gains. Look, we're in a place we've never been before, and I've brought this up several times. And now, look, I'm not an an economist, right? I'm not some kind of money guy who's going to sit here and tell you he has all the ins and outs of the economy worked out. But I will tell you this. Things have been very, 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 very odd lately, and it's not hard to see that we're in a place we've never been before. We have a pandemic, the war, all of the political infighting within the country. We have political uh, hearings on Capitol Hill right now where one group says the other group's domestic terrorists, the other group feels maligned, and the rest of us are stuck in the middle saying to ourselves, what in the fuck is going on? The unemployment rate, a key barometer of economic health, held steady at a low 3.6% for the past four months, and employers continued to hire at a strong pace. Most economists in a Wall Street Journal survey expect the economy to grow in the third quarter in 2022 as a whole, though lately they have been dropping their estimates. I think that that is pie-in-the-sky type shit. If I'm being honest with you, I think it's pie-in-the-sky type shit. We're one disaster away from everything spinning out of control. And that disaster doesn't have to be based here in America. We're in a sentiment recession. I don't think we're in an actual recession. The growth slowdown has been driven by inflation and price shocks. As they fade in near term, that should allow growth to accelerate, said Anita Markowska, chief financial economist at Jefferies. She expects the economy to expand 1.7% this year, measured from the fourth quarter of last year. Okay, I guess we'll have to see. I mean, I guess she knows better than me, but all of the signs are pointing at other things. All of the signs are pointing at an absolute shockwave hitting the poorest amongst us. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Economists say idiosyncratic factors weighed on the U.S. economy in the first half of the year, like the inventory buildup and swings in exports and imports, a shift in spending away from goods back towards services, and rising prices cutting into people's buying power left many companies with stockpiles of products they are now discounting to unload. The question is, is there going to be a market for that? I know everybody who has the the pie-in-the-sky outlook thinks that You know, the upper middle class and wealthy people are going to pick up the slack here. But I know that myself, somebody who's teetering on upper middle class at this point, I'm not going out spending like a wild man because there's sales. I'm not into consumerism. I'm into having a roof over my head and food on the table and a little bit of hope for the future, perhaps. So whoever's running out to buy goods right now, okay, but I don't think it's a good idea. Walmart Incorporated said on Monday that it was having to cut prices to reduce merchandise levels at its flagship chain and Sam Club's warehouse. Many manufacturers are still struggling with pandemic-related supply chain disruptions. They're going to continue to blame the pandemic forever on this stuff, but the reality is we're like a rudderless ship. 
Who is steering this thing right now? And whoever it is, is obviously blind-ass drunk. Business is a little unhealthy right now. At best tool and engineering company, according to its president, Joseph Sherlock. The company based in Clinton Township, Michigan, makes tools and plastic components like welding fixtures for vehicle dashboards. And the nationwide shortage of computer chips means automakers are pushing back orders. Look, dude, we can send a Voyager probe in the 60s, 70s to a different galaxy, right? Was it 14.5 billion miles away? You mean to tell me in all this time since the pandemic, nobody could build a warehouse to build these chips here in America? Sounds to me like you guys just don't want to do it. So what's the real issue here? Autos are waiting for chips, and we're seeing it down the supply chain, said Mr. Sherlock, adding that he is concerned about the economy slowing. The 15-employee company has frozen equipment purchases and scaled back hiring plans as a result. I feel uncertain about the rest of the year, Mr. Sherlock said, and I don't blame him. Construction is slowing down at a huge clip. There's going to be a big-time problem with the housing market. You know, a lot of value is going to be lost, and people are going to be exposed. The Fed raised interest rates on Wednesday and indicated more increases were likely coming to combat inflation. The central bank this year has lifted its benchmark rate by, a, uh, by 2.25 percentage points to rein in high inflation, which has hurt consumer confidence and outpaced growth in workers' wages. Your wages aren't going to grow at the clip that inflation's growing. I mean, I've seen some reports out there that put the real CPI number at like a 40% inflation rate. So where do you go? What do you do? Household spending, the linchpin of the U.S. economy, held up in the second quarter. Consumers continued to travel and shop as more people gained jobs and as their savings, boosted by federal stimulus efforts, remained above pandemic, uh, pre-pandemic levels. I-, I don't know where they're getting these numbers. Maybe I just don't know anybody that saved money, but everybody I know who was struggling pre-pandemic are struggling again now. So this rosy outlook, who are they talking to? Certainly not people in the inner city, and certainly not the poor working class. Consumers face a mixed outlook for the rest of the year, bedeviled by high inflation, but supported by a strong labor market. Yeah, there's jobs, but are they good jobs? Are the kind of jobs you want? The kind of jobs that care about you? I'm so tired of hearing about, oh, the jobs, the jobs, the jobs. Who cares if they're shit jobs? Analysts say that a decline in gasoline prices from their mid-June high should put extra dollars in people's pockets in the current third quarter. No, the problem is people are pulling back and not a a lot of gas is being used because people are going broke or they're scared they're going to go broke. So it's affecting vacations, affecting how people are getting around. I mean, come on. Americans also have relatively healthy balance sheets. After the pandemic hit the U.S. economy in early 2020 and prompted a short but sharp recession, increased household saving, government stimulus checks and enhanced unemployment benefits boosted household financing, the resulting excess savings, the amount above what they would have been had there been no pandemic, remain elevated. Look, I don't buy this, okay? Maybe for some people who had some savings to begin with, but if you had no savings coming into that pandemic, you really think that money lasts? The pandemic money ended in September of last year. And it wasn't like people were making millions of dollars. So I don't even know where they're coming up with these numbers, honestly. 
According to Moody's Analytics, ex- excess savings totaled $2.5 trillion in May. That propelled consumer spending and helped the economy last year post its best, best growth since 1984. And that's all fine and well. Great. But if you think that's going to be sustainable, you're insane. Some consumers are hunkering down now. Amy Gresham of Essex, Connecticut, has pulled back on discretionary spending, like dining out and expensive salon visits. To pay the higher prices for basics like oil, electricity, and groceries, she has faced in recent months. I've done the same thing. Not that I've been forced to do it, but I feel like it's good, you know, economics. I don't want to be caught in a position where I'm in a lurch. I can't afford food, our rent goes up, and I'm screwed, all because I wanted to go out and blow a few bucks gambling or doing something stupid. So I prefer just to stash that dough. And if I want to go out and enjoy myself, I'll go out on a hike. I'll go take a nice adventure on the kayak, something like that. Even my cat's food has gone up by about $10 a bag over the past year, said Miss Gresham, who works at a retirement financial firm. Her husband's car has 250,000 miles on it, but the couple decided not to replace it because of the current high prices. In any other market, we would be buying a new car right now, said the 54-year-old. I, could, I, I hear that. I'm looking to buy a transit van of some sort, but prices are really crazy right now. So I'm probably just going to hold back and wait till the, you know, the, the inflation comes down. Wait till I get a better finance rate, something like that. Or maybe just buy used and buy cash, save up, buy cash. But either way, folks, we are in a recession by the definition. And all of this pie-in-the-sky nonsense people are trying to pitch, oh, well, it's not a recession because that's BS. And I'm not going to sit here and be gaslit. So the fact is, we, we, we are where we are. So what are we going to do about it? That's the question we should all be asking our elected officials. If you'd like to contact me, you can do that at bobbycapucci at protonmail.com. That's B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-P-U. CCI at protonmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at B-O-B-B-Y underscore C-A-P-U-C-C-I. The link that I discussed can be found in the description box.